What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to episode 25 of More Wrestling's podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Morrison. I'm joined by my co-host, Zach Rolf. Today, we've got on a special guest. Three-time New York State place finisher, two-time New York State finalist, 2019 NHSCA Junior All-American, and now 2021 NCAA Division One National Qualifier. How's that sound, Micah? Sounds good. Thank you. So, you uh, where, where were you and where did uh, Coach Borchoff, um announce the news to you that you made it to the big dance? I was just in my dorm. I thought it was going to be like later at night, but yeah, he just called me up like the minute that the wild cards came out and uh, yeah, told me and then all like my, like a lot of the freshmen around me and they were pretty happy for me too. So it was good. That's, good. Awesome. That's awesome. Uh, so before we get into your, your freshman year at Binghamton, let's uh, start it back from the beginning. When did you get introduced to the sport of wrestling? Uh, right in kindergarten. My uh, older brothers did it for a year or two, and my dad just put decided to put me in it too. So uh, you were a part of the Lowville Youth Wrestling Club, and I watched you through the years, you know, in the uh, New York Youth Wrestling League, Northern New York Youth Wrestling League, uh, you know, Lowville, Adirondack, Governor, all the Frontier League schools. Um, you know, how did having a league like that, you know, I mean, looking at that, you were a part of guys like Derek Spann and and O'Rourke and Andrew Tanner, and then you got the Indian River guys, Stefan Colbert and, and Sonny and the, the Copenhagen guys, you know, the Governor guys um, that went on to, you know, place in states, win states, wrestling division one level. You know, what kind of, uh, what did that, you know, do for you as a youth wrestler? And, you know, and for the area, I guess. Uh, it was awesome. It was great having so many people to look up to, like uh, to know what to work towards, like see what they're doing and see what I got to do to get to like where they are. And uh, just like, as you know, the North country is like just a really tight knit community, lots of support for like everybody. So it just, it's awesome going up there and wrestling here. Yeah. So you uh, wrestled, you know, youth and then in middle school, you didn't, you weren't able to wrestle on the, uh, the varsity level because you weren't, you know, you didn't weigh enough. Right. So yeah. uh, when did you, um, actually, there's a funny story. I was talking to Kyle Windover, you know, Kyle, and uh, yeah. he said like, you know, you're at tournaments watching Isaiah and obviously he was there. He was helping coach and doing what he was doing. And uh, he, he fed you, you know, he was feeding you at the concession stand just to bulk you up. Cause you, obviously you were going to be a stud wrestler, but you had to, you know, gain the weight to be a stud wrestler. Yeah, I remember those days. I remember hanging out with Kyle. Yeah, he would always buy me food, buy me drinks, anything. So I was, yeah. I mean, I was really small in middle school. Right. So, uh, you know, your first year on varsity, you have a good year. You were 33-5 and five, uh, with three losses coming to um, Mason Bush, I believe it was. Um, I can remember your semifinal match at the North Country Tournament. And I can I remember what Matt was on as well. You were wrestling, you know, Carter, Bebo Bear. Yeah. And uh, I just remember watching that match. Looking back, obviously, you were ninth grader. He was a seventh grader. And just two, two of the, the you know, North Country's future. And, like, really the state's future, right? I mean, you guys are um, – from that year on to, you know, this upcoming year or this past year in high school, you were, uh, you know, you guys were practicing together and all that stuff. It's kind of cool to see. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, practicing with Carter Bear definitely helped me a lot. And uh, it was cool to compete against him too. He's always been a great wrestler. Yeah. Go ahead, Zach. So we're going to move the kind of up into your sophomore year. Um, you kind of have a pretty big event take place in your life uh, during this season. Um, kind of give a quick little summary. Uh, December 30th, 
2017, Marie Bernadette Rose was driving when she lost control of a vehicle in the snow. She entered into the opposite lane of traffic and hit a front passenger side of an oncoming vehicle. She was transported to Syracuse shortly after arriving at a local hospital. There was talks of brain damage and various other injuries. But after the dust settled, Bernadette had a broken arm and had succumbed to a coma for the foreseeable future. Bernadette is yourself and your three siblings' mother, right? Yep. And you have two older brothers and a younger sister? Yep. So kind of walk me through that day and the events kind of leading up to you and your siblings finding out what happened. Um, it was a normal day, and uh, I just remember I was actually watching YouTube on my phone in my brother's room, and my dad came in and just told me the news of, like, what happened. We had to, like, rush to the hospital, and I didn't really know what to feel or think because I've never been in a situation like that before. But, yeah, so that went down, and we rushed to our, like, local hospital, and then my mom was rushed to, like, uh, Syracuse, like a bigger hospital, better one. And so we drove down there, and, I mean – yeah, that night was just terrible, but I, I didn't even know how to, like, process it. I don't think my brothers and sister knew how to process it, but we knew it was going to be a long road, and we know it, it is now today. But, yeah, we, I didn't know what to think at the time at all. Yeah, how did you guys, like, continue, like, what went into deciding to, you know, keep wrestling and finish your season? Um, After, like, a week, we were actually on break, like, uh, winter break at the time and I didn't want to go back to school I didn't want to wrestle I didn't want to do anything and Isaiah my older brother didn't really want to either I mean I was really down in the dumps and I didn't want to like I didn't want to leave the hospital I just wanted to stay there every day and just those are like a lot of my family uncles my coach they all kind of encouraged me to just keep wrestling and just do what I do it um just do what was best try to keep moving forward and so I started to and I realized that that's when I really started to get into wrestling. Like I could use wrestling as an outlet from the world and just focus on that. And so that's what I did. And that's when I started really improving in wrestling. And so I'm very grateful for wrestling for that, for it to be just like a outlet from the outside world and all the problems where I can just go in the room and have some fun. Yeah, I know I've, I've definitely used wrestling in a similar, similar light, you know, kind of get away from the world, go to the wrestling room, which kind of like, it's like a whole different planet almost, like a different atmosphere when you're in there, not really like seeing the outside world at the time. Um, one of the things that I noticed was you guys actually wrestled four days later. You and your brother actually competed in a dual meet against Carthage. Like, how, how do you gather your thoughts? How do you, I mean, it's been just over 72 hours and you guys are, I mean, making weight and getting ready to go and you guys are actually scrapping. Like how, what did your coaches say to you that day? you know, going into a, going into a dual meet with Carthage four days after the accident? Um, like I said before, like the whole North country, like the amount of like support me and Isaiah had going just into that match. And it wasn't a very big match for either of us, but just like moving forward, the amount of people that reached out, like, and yeah, my coaches, like just encouraging me and my dad and my family. But like, it was felt like just a big family around us. And we just, it was all right. Like, it was all right. Like it was, Going back to it, it was better than I thought it was going to be, like, competing again. And so, yeah, we just kept going. So <clears throat> you, you mentioned that, you know, you started to really kind of pick it up and kind of feel that you were really improving in wrestling. And it really showed that season as you and your brother both went off in uh, really big win streaks that year. Uh, Isaiah 
had 25 straight wins after the accident. You ended up going on 23 straight wins. Um, you know, Isaiah had never placed higher than six in the section before that. Right. And, and he goes into the state tournament and he gets on the podium and you go to the state tournament and you actually, you end up losing first round and you battle all the way back to fourth place, actually um, avenging that loss that you had in the first round in the Concy semis. What kind of emotions did you feel throughout the season and at sectionals and, you know, going through that whole season altogether? Like that whole season. Yeah. That whole season, it was just, it was a blessing to have my brother with me. Um, I miss those times having him on the team, but yeah, it was awesome to be able to just compete. And that was my first year with our new head coach, Joy Widrick. And he was just awesome to be coached by too. He was a great guy and just encouraged us both every step of the way. But yeah, we did it as a team and we kept moving forward as a team and it just felt great to go to the state tournament and both of us like be on the podium. Uh, that first match, like just being in the state tournament, it was just a huge stage I've never been to. And I just don't think I was ready for it. And I got shocked and lost, but I kind of settled after that and started wrestling again, how I should be. Yeah. Kind of like, um, you guys, I mean, Isaiah had like almost like a barn burner in the finals of sectionals that year. He ended up, I think it was like a takedown with like 10 seconds yeah. left or something like that. Uh, kind of talk about how you, like you witnessing that you had already won your sectional title right at that point. So you, you're watching this match and with everything that happened that season and seeing that final takedown, like what were you feeling? Well, I knew that, and Isaiah was, would have, like, tell, like, was telling us after, too, that, like, after I won, it would have just been, like, like, it wouldn't have even really mattered if Isaiah did, wouldn't have won. So it was just, I felt bad for him because he knew he had, like, kind of a lot of pressure on his back, and just, like, that last takedown just felt so good. I mean, I honestly felt better than when, it felt better when he won than it did when I won. It just, it was, like, a perfect day. It felt great for me and my family. So, uh, you know, you guys winning sectional titles was, you know, a first since 2002, you know, as Lowville, two Lowville guys won sectional titles in the same year. Um, and then I believe you both, obviously you both placed in States as well. And I, I don't think that had happened till you know, 2002, that was the same year. I believe it was Josh Herzick and Jeff Peebles. Not only would, that, what does that do for your family, but like, or not for uh, your family, but like Lowville, the community of itself, you know, obviously I know Lowville's a wrestling town. My dad wrestled there. My cousins wrestled there. My cousin, uh, you know, placed in States there a couple of years ago. Um, you know, what does that do for the community of Lowville? And then, you know, more importantly for you and your family, um, you know, what you guys went through that year. Um, it was awesome. Just leading up to it, leading up to the state tournament itself, the town was just right there with us and just like, standing up for us and then after after we both placed they just welcomed us with open arms we had like a parade back in and like a parade out it just felt great to like be in that situation and with a town like that it's hard to even if you do bet it's hard to be down for too long because you got a community like that around you absolutely kind of how's your mom doing today like what's going on with her like give a little update um about two years ago she came home and still in a coma, but my dad wanted to take care of her at home. So we've been, to this day, we've been taking care of her at home. My dad's been kind of taking charge in that and has been taking care of her oh, for wow. the past two years. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's something else. I, I didn't know the, uh, you know, the update as well. Um, you know, having a lot, I've got a ton of family in Lowville, a ton of friends and whatnot, and it, I, I have no idea. Um, so, you know, moving on from your sophomore year to your junior year, it seemed like you made a big jump. 
you know, you spent time at Anisum's, um, you know, Jason Carroll's with Anisum and them. And then you went down, you competed with Zach down at Armspin Army. You spent some time at uh, the Grain House. That was before Kenny Courts took over. And, uh, you know, you went to the Bears then, like I mentioned earlier. Like, what went into making that jump to from your sophomore year, uh, you know, placing at States to you know, making the state finals that summer? You know, what went into that dedication and, and just the, the jump you made? Um, Just constantly working and then just when you do go into practice, like I used to just go into practice and just practice. But, like, uh, having coaches like Anisim, like really going in and really just going in just to learn and trying to like sit and learn that helped a lot and that's what really improved my wrestling is like learning from better people better coaches like that yeah so uh, you start your junior year at the valley duels um you know you bumped up and you wrestled central valleys uh you know in the duel against central valley you bumped up you wrestled merrick bush he was a returning new york state champ at the time and then you know you wrestled uh, Dante Geislinger from Norwich, he bumped up to wrestle you. He was a returning state champ at 99 the year prior as well. So, you know, you wrestled two uh, returning state champs, but, you know, you lost to Bush, but what did that win uh, over Dante do, you know, for your confidence? You know, it, it, it kind of was a big buzz, I know, on the, the CNY forums as well that year. Um, It felt good, but I felt that's what was expected of me. I really wanted the win over uh, Merrick, and I – wrestled them two more times after that or once more after that the next year and never got it but it's always good in the beginning of the season to jump up or just to get that competition because you're always focused on the end of the season so whatever competition you can you can get during the season you should go for that right on so you follow that up with a leo j salmon turning title um you know you you wrestled mason bush in the finals a guy i mentioned you know you lost to you know you lost more to him early on in your year but you got the best of them you know as the years went on. Um, and then a week later, you, you take seventh place at the Eastern States. You uh, lost an exciting match to Anthony Noto, which was a two-time New York state champ at the time. Uh, then you, you uh, also lost to Mason at that, that weekend, but you had a big win over Terry Adams, which is a returning New York state champ over in the D one side. You know, that was your first in-season tournament that really battle tested you for the, the postseason, the state tournament. You know, what did you take away from going down there wrestling and uh, taking seventh? Um, that was, yeah, that tournament was kind of crazy. I remember wrestling Anthony Noto and I was like, it was a close match and I was winning with short time and just stupid mental mistakes, lost the match and that kind of shook me. Uh, that hurt, that one definitely hurt. And, uh, then I had to wrestle Mason kind of like right after. And I remember he got a quick five points, like a takedown to backs. And, uh, I came back, but I think he got a late takedown. I lost that match. Yeah, and then, yeah, that whole tournament was crazy, but it was definitely – I definitely needed that for the end of the season. To wrestle kids like that at a tournament like that, it was awesome. Even though it did, I didn't didn't go as I wanted it to, felt good to wrestle like that and uh, just helped me for the end of the season. So you make the finals of the state tournament against Anthony Nodi. You get a rematch, as you just talked about. You know, it was a really exciting match. You had a lead late, you know – it's your first trip in the finals. What were you feeling? How was your confidence going into a match? Kind of walk me through, you know, after that semis that morning, like how does your day go? Uh, after the semis, I just tried to relax. I didn't want to make it seem bigger in my head than it is, which is hard when you're going into the state finals. But um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, 
tried to stay calm, just hung out with my family and prepared as best I could without overthinking it. But yeah, and got in the finals and just made another mistake. I actually think it was the same thing I did at Eastern States. Same yeah, shot. Yeah, I remember that very vividly. And, Apples were yeah, out, you got planted. Yeah. Ended up getting pinned. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So as you mentioned, you, you did lose that match, but you know, you kinda got right back on the grind after the season. We all traveled down to Virginia Beach for the NHSCA national duels or a national tournament where you uh actually were able to finish an all American for the first time. Um, you know, why was that important tournament important to you? I know we, we, we've talked about it a few times, you know, on the way down there, or, you know, while we we're down there, like you, and I know you're Nissan wrestling club partners and stuff. We're always traveling down there. Why, why was that tournament important to you? Um, Virginia beach is a big tournament in, uh, in the year before that I went and never really did well, but I went there kind of on a mission to do well this time. And I, won a lot of matches i forget how many but yeah ended up taking <laughs> seventh and uh yeah it felt good felt uh meant a lot to me and uh showed that i was improving and that i could get to where i want to be if i keep working hard yeah so i remember a uh one of my favorite memories of uh being down there that weekend uh after you secured your all-american status you and uh drew and zach levy all decided to get in some swim trunks because it's March. You can't go to the beach yet, so you guys decided to have a little fun in the tub. You may or may not have broke. May may or may not have broke the uh, the shower curtain a little bit, but you know, the way I look at that, you know, you just secured all American. You have another day left of wrestling. You know, was it important for you to kind of get the stress of the tournament out of your head and just kind of relax and have a good time? Yeah, definitely. Um, I knew that, like, if I just sat there and thought about the tournament, I wouldn't be able to sleep and I wouldn't be able to have fun, but. We were in Virginia Beach, so and I mean, that tournament's kind of like a, so like a wrestling vacation. So I tried to enjoy it as much as I could. And tried to just relax, and yeah, it was fun. Uh, so you know, moving on to your senior year, um, I guess going to the Valley Duels and going undefeated, you know, wasn't in your 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 cards, uh, but you you know you seeked out the competition. You bumped up as you mentioned. You wrestled Merrick Bush again, um, and then you know you went to the Eastern States. And you wrestled a few of the large school studs. I think, you know, Rocco, you lost to current teammate of yours, Ivan Garcia. Um, you know, but then you cruise into Albany. And after winning your third section three title and with a 40 and four record entering the state tournament as a two seed, you start the state tournament with a pin, a major, and then a semis win over returning state finalist Caleb Svengala. Um, you know, you were able to get the five to three decision in the semis. You made it to the finals. I remember, obviously, Bebo was in the finals, um, and I watched you guys warm up on the uh, mats, and you both looked very calm and cool and collected. You know, you were already there once. You know, what was different in the preparation between, you know, after your win on uh, Friday afternoon semis to the state finals? You know, you, you kind of looked different than you did the year prior. Yeah, I was, I was calm, and I – kind of knew what I needed to do if I wanted to win and I know it didn't go as planned but I was com like I was confident and I was ready to go and uh yeah uh Jordan Titus he's a real tough opponent and at the time he was just a better wrestler than me so he did get the best of me but yeah it felt good to be there again to be able to compete and just uh have the opportunity to win the state title again because like a year a week after uh COVID hit and so say the state tournament was a week later, I would have never even got the chance. So I was grateful just to wrestle. Yeah, good good point of view. So, you know, you, you lose in the state finals for the second time. And, 
that just has to be a different kind of hard feeling, right? You know, when you're walking out of Albany last year, what are you, what are you thinking? You know, obviously COVID aside, like walking out of Times Union Arena, getting out, stepping off the podium, what, what are you feeling? What are you thinking? I was really frustrated. Um, I know a lot of people were telling me that I did a good job. I had tough opponents, but I was honestly just really frustrated. I knew I put in a lot of work and to just never get a state title, which is what I like dreamed of my, basically my whole career to never get that really hurt hurts today but uh yeah that drives me that definitely drives me every day but yeah mostly just frustration that I couldn't get what I wanted but it happens all right so high school career you know comes to an end what what was the recruiting process like for you you know you placed at NHSCA's you're not you're a state finalist uh what, what kind of interested did you have any interest going coming out of school um I remember actually uh, the freestyle states, I think it was uh, junior year. Uh, Drew's act, Drew actually had like a junior day at Binghamton. And mm-hmm. he's like, he asked if I, like, I should go. So he like got like the coach's contacts for me. And uh, I like talked to the coach a little bit and I ended up going there for like the junior day. And that was so Drew actually introduced me to Binghamton. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of how I first met the coaches and stuff. But yeah, so after that day, like, uh, I was talking to a couple colleges and I really liked Binghamton, honestly. Um, at first I wasn't really looking at Binghamton, but I realized how close it was to home and, uh, just like the coaches. I love the coaches and the team was great. So, yeah. Did you take any visits anywhere else? Um, no, I didn't take any more like official visits. Uh, I had some lined up, but I took my first official at Binghamton and I honestly, didn't really want to look anywhere. I didn't, I know that kind of sounds bad, but I had other officials kind of lined up, but I knew I wanted to go to Binghamton. I knew that's where I should be. So I committed a couple of weeks after that or a couple, a month or two after that. So you step on campus for the first time, you know, you go to your first practice, you know, are you, are you in your head thinking I'm going to be the starter? Uh, I honestly, yeah, okay. I had no idea. Uh, when I first got there, I didn't think so. Um, just kids are tough here, and I was losing in practice a good amount. And uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, wasn't sure I was gonna start, but kept working, and I improved faster than I thought. Couldn't I? You know, wrestling these kids, you don't can't really tell if you're even really improving, but you get to like the competition time and wrestle offs, and then you realize you really are. Yeah, I remember we talked. We talked late November after your, you guys had like an early, early wrestle off or some situation. You actually, I think you told me you got majored in that wrestle off, right? Yeah, I think it was like eleven to three. Yeah, something like I remember. I remember we talked about it pretty, pretty closely. But so then you kind of you, I mean, you said very really, I can't wait to wrestle, you know, down to weight. And you, yeah. you end up, you end up getting that final wrestle off, and you actually controlled both matches really, really easily, really. Uh, the first match you, you controlled, I think it ended up being like a 7-3 kind of controlling win. And then the second match, you, you majored him, right? You, yeah. you secured the major. And, you know, talk about, you get that major, you're now the starter of the Division One program. You know, like, how did that feel? Um, It felt good, but uh, I still wasn't sure what to think. But it felt good to start. And uh, I just remember, like, we had that wrestle off. And then the next week, we were wrestling Ryder. And so... I didn't, I didn't, I don't know if I had much confidence in myself going into like 
like knowing I was a starter as a freshman going into a big like match against like Ryder. And uh, I remember that like Thursday before the match, uh, Kyle, I was like uh, working on the wrestling room early morning, just getting some weight off. And uh, it was just me and Kyle in the wrestling room. And he sat me down and we were talking for a while. And he just said that he was just saying, he's like got real high hopes for me. He's real proud of me. And he said um, that I believe you can make the national tournament this year and uh, qualify for it. And I just, at the time, I really didn't, I really didn't think so, to be honest. I didn't, I didn't believe in myself that I could really get there. And, uh, but I knew my coaches did, and that helped a lot for him to say that. It meant a lot to me. And that's just kind of what I kept working towards. So first match, like you mentioned, you're a wrestling rider, wrestled against a redshirt senior, uh, Jonathan Trapea. Did you, did you know who he was or any idea like that he was nationally ranked going into that match? Um, I knew a little bit, but to be honest, like in high school, I would always look into matches too much, look into kids, like study them, watch all the film on them I could. And I would just kind of psych myself out. But in college, I just like before my first match, I didn't really, didn't really watch any film. I let the coaches do the thinking for me. They told me what the kid does, uh, what he's good at. And, uh, I went into, started going into matches a lot more calm this year a lot more collected and just focusing on scoring points, which is what I didn't do in the past. And, uh, yeah, so that's what kind of what I've been doing. I feel like that's helped me a lot to just not overthink these matches and just wrestle to the best of my ability. So you couldn't have had a better debut match, a more dramatic debut match than you did. And that's kind of the Micah way that I've, I've come to know, right? You, you really enjoy scaring people and, and, and give, giving us all heart attacks because you gave up the first two takedowns in that match, right? Yep, first two. First yeah, period two. You come out, you, you secure a takedown at the end of the first, and you in the second period you kind of put a little saddle on the guy, get a get a little get a turn. I think you got two turns in the second period. Mm-hmm. Eventually, securing the fall, I think with one second to go in the match. Yeah. After having you actually built a nice lead, you ended up having enough points to end the match with a major decision. But you, you clinch it, you get the pin, you get up, you're celebrating, you're going nuts. You started off a real nice, uh, you know, started off a, a spark for your team to kind of start off. How did that? How did that feel getting that getting that pinfall? Oh, that felt awesome. It just felt great to have like the hard work pay off, and it felt great to give the team six points. I mean, ended up winning that match against Ryder and Binghamton. I believe wasn't supposed to beat Ryder. They're a great team. But uh, we all wrestled great, and it felt great to beat them. Yeah, so uh, I don't want to look ahead. You know, you're talking about you had a great win over Ryder, right? Ryder went on to beat uh, Lehigh in a duel later on in the year. I know you guys were right there with Lehigh. You guys beat Army. You know, looking at your roster, you guys return your whole starting lineup, right? I mean, you know, what? I don't want to look ahead, but, like, you know, how excited are you for, you know, what, you know, Borshoff and staff are building at Binghamton? with a returning lineup and you guys have got a young, uh, young crew, like, right. You, uh, Brevin Casella, you know, Jake Nolan's a sophomore, um, Dupre's a sophomore, obviously, uh, Louis a junior and you got, you know, day and Doyle up top. Um, you know, it's an exciting time to be a Bearcat fan. Yeah. We're a pretty young team and it's going to be great. I know we're all going to get a lot better, but yeah, we're a young team. We're going to improve a lot. Um, I'm excited to see how far we go. I think we got a lot of potential, and uh, I feel like we could be a top team. 
Yeah, so talking back, uh, you know, about your win, obviously you had wins over, you know, Sheldon Seymour, two-time Pennsylvania State champ. Uh, you beat Chauvin of Army. You beat Cockrell of LIU. Um, but looking back, that first one of the year, your year, uh, you had a good career or you had a good season uh, record and all. But that that win, I think, really helped solidify your at-large, um, you know, bid um, because Trope was an automatic qualifier in the max, as you know. And, uh, you know, looking back, that, that win was big. Uh, but what have you been doing the last 12 days since the IWAs? 12, 13 days, whatever it's been. Um, we had that uh, that weekend off after the EIWA tournament, but right after my last match, my coach just said, uh, "Don't hang your head too long. I feel like you got a good chance of getting in." So that's what I did. We just went back to work on Monday, and uh, yeah, I've been training and just preparing ever since. So uh, you know, what are you looking forward to most in? your first trip to the NCAA tournament, right? We talked about the NCAAs and uh, we've got uh, Nick Wisdowski over here, right? He was the, a, one of the true freshmen out of um, New York, Josh Patterson being the other one. You know, what are you looking forward to most in your first trip? Man, I haven't even really thought about it much. Uh, just having fun, um, really soaking in the opportunity that I have. I am blessed and grateful to be here. And uh, I'm just going to make the most of it and just wrestle to the best of my ability. Yeah, so, uh, you know, you talked about your time and uh, you didn't win a state title and that kind of bothers you and whatnot. But there's also another Frontier League guy that did not win a state title and he wrestled for Binghamton, Justin Lister, right? He, he found his way on, uh, on the uh, podium out there at NCAA. So, like, you know, with your mindset of, you know, you're, you're down in the dumps, you didn't win a state title, but you know, you, you've got a bright future, obviously making to the, the NCAA tournament as a freshman, a true freshman at that, you, you know, you got four more years after this. That's huge. Um, you know, I want to talk about, you know, your, uh, you know, growing up in Lowellville, small town, right. Um, you know, we kind of joke, there's more cows than there are people up here, especially in Lewis County. Right. Um, you know, who is one of your uh, biggest role models and somebody that you looked up to, you know, when, when you're in peewees through uh, varsity um, as a wrestler. Oh, man, uh, I looked up to Connor Steria a lot. Um, I looked, I just honestly looked up to anybody that was on varsity for Lawville. Um, when I was little, I didn't realize, like, who was, like, actually, like, really good and who was, like, great. I didn't, like, follow, like, college at all. Uh, I didn't know much about wrestling, so I just looked up to anybody that was on varsity, and I thought they were, like, the coolest people in the world. And so whenever they would win, I would just – I would want to be that. I would want to be getting my hand raised like they are. Right. Go ahead, Zach. So we're going to kind of go a little more casual at this point. I have a little, a little bit of weird questions, maybe a little experience questions. What is your worst weight cutting experience? Oh, uh, my first time at Fargo. Um, I made the second day. I wasn't sure if I was going to make the second day, but um, I ended up making the second day. And uh, at Fargo, you like weigh in the night before and then wrestle that whole day and then you weigh in the next day. And so I remember just, I was like, after that last day, uh, I was like seven over the night before. <laughs> and, uh, and this was when I was like real light. So I couldn't just cut weight like that. And it was just, yeah, I remember it was terrible. We had like a niece in there and he had me like running just out in the parking lot in the sun for hours. And then we had to get up at like, so like right at the tournament, I ran for a couple hours. And it was like nine at night and we got up at four in the morning 
and I ran some more and I barely made it. But yeah, and then I ended up losing the first match of that day. Oh man, (laughs) what did you? So you were on that seven pounds off, and you make weight. What'd you put in your body as a young cadet at Fargo? I don't even remember. Actually, I think I had a sub, and then just water. I think. Uh, so, so uh you know you uh we're, we're talking we're from the same area right you know same geographic area up in northern new york um what if you're not wrestling what are you doing what's your favorite activity outside of wrestling uh play a lot of spike ball um i used to ride a lot of dirt bike with my dad but as we got older we should probably decided we probably should stop doing that before i get hurt and uh so i kind of stopped like side away from that but yeah uh just hanging out with friends uh play some video games get into that a little bit yeah. uh, one of my last questions i want to ask you is you know what's one piece of advice that you would give an athlete you know facing adversity going on to wrestle you know from a small high school and now you're having success early on in your college career uh what's a piece of advice for a, a younger athlete, you know, in high school in the varsity level? Um, stick to the, stay the course. Uh, don't get too discouraged when you're down. Um, just trust in your training and uh, trust in your coaches. Your coaches want what's best for you. And uh, I found that out this year a lot, that the coaches are going to do everything to get you where you want to be. And uh, if you just believe, trust in them and uh, just do what they tell you, you're going to get there. Who, who is the most influential person in your life? Probably my dad. Um, just seeing everything he does with my mom, just doing everything for her, and then at the same time doing everything for our family. I, do, I look up to him a lot. and uh, It's an awesome thing that uh, I made the national tournament because now he can come watch me. There hasn't been any visitors allowed to any of the tournaments or matches. So for to be able to have him come out and watch me in St. Louis is going to be great. That's yeah, awesome. I'm excited. I can't wait to watch you either. Yeah, uh, but that's all I have. Any anything else you want to add, Zach? No. You have any any uh, any shout outs or anything you want to give out, Micah? Um, nope. Oh, what's your Instagram? Let, let the guys follow you. Uh, I think it's Micah Rose twenty seven. All right. Um, yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, Micah underscore Rose twenty seven. <laughs> I'll give you a, a tag when, you know, we post the description and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, I, I appreciate you for, you know, joining us. And uh, good luck to you at the NCAAs next week. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no doubt. Thanks, See you. See you.